Show with Tom and Dolly on Triple M. Stupid management. The people are real. The cases are real. This is Tom and Dolly. I just called to say. Oh, it's got to be the wagon wheel. Wagon wheel. Nah, too sweet. Oh, what? They're pretty nice. Yeah. 100%, and they're big enough, so they're pretty filling as well. Yeah. So you're telling me that a wagon wheel beats a Tim Tam? 100%. You can only have max three Tim Tams, and then you just start feeling sick. One, yep. two, three, four. It's time for Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Oh, welcome to your Tuesday night. Where are your boys, Tom and Ollie, taking you right through to 10? Ah, uh, Tom, I can tell you're in a good mood, uh, oh. and I know why. Why? Because something that has happened that I don't love uh, at work, oh, what's and we've both rocked up in our Gang of Youths t-shirts. Oh, and everyone knows that Tom Bainbridge loves matching outfits. So you're pretty chuffed. I prefer to be individual. So for me, it's a real gut punch. No, it's absolutely incredible. Say yes to, say. Say yes to life, Ollie. That's all I'm saying, mate. Say yes Tonight to, especially. Say yes right? to matching clothes. Say yes to matching clothes, indeed. Say yes to Triple M. Oh. Say yes to... Yeah, the show. All so right, yes, so the on comedy. the show tonight, Tom. Yes. In about half an hour's time, we're going to be chatting about. Uh, uh, we're going to be talking about a guy whose name yeah. I think kids say across the country playing basketball. Oh yeah, Kobe. Kobe. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, you like um, if you know Kobe Bryant, if you're a big fan of him, well, if you're a big fan, you're probably paying a lot of money to go and see him. Mm. He's in the country, uh, but I want to talk about playing exorbitant amount of money to see people talk. Ollie, up next. I'm a nature man. I love camping. Are you? I'm all about camping. Yeah, you don't mind camp things. Oh. No, camp, tents. Good. Poles. Thank you. thought you were going to play on my sexuality then. That wouldn't be like you, would it? I would never play on sexuality. <laughs> Is that what you said? Uh, you double. Uh, but up next, Dolly, I had to buy a blow-up mattress because I did go camping on the weekend. And the hoops I had to jump through just oh. to get a special price. Insane. I'll you, tell you about you, it you next. You're on the band list of the shop. No, nah, I'll tell you about it next. Oh. You're, you're actually involved. Oh, God. Yep. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Say yes. Say yes to lot. Poison. Every rose has its thorn. Mine's Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. We have gags, gags galore. In about half an hour, we'll find out who is charging upwards of 8000 bucks just to go see them talk. Can we just isolate uh, Tom just saying then we have gags, gags galore. That, gags galore. That, that's a great bit. To, we can reuse that, okay, I reckon. Brilliant. Ollie, on this show, we don't do pranks, do we? No. No, we generally avoid pranks. Do we do stitch-ups? We don't do stitch-ups. Don't do stitch-ups. We sometimes do s- stunts. Stunts? Occasionally. Well, then we could be finding ourselves in our very first radio prank. Ollie, you know who's at the centre of the prank? Oh, God. Here you go. Someone close to you. All right, here's what? what's happened. Here's what's happened, all right? Uh, I love camping. I had to go camping on the weekend for this wedding I went to, all right? Now, it's the first time I've been camping with my boyfriend, Seth. Oh. So uh, I we had to go out and buy a, a, a blow-up mattress. Right. So yeah. we, we went to the, the, the big outdoor store. Yoga mat wouldn't do. Yoga mat definitely wouldn't do. Not well, I've what's got... going to happen in that tent. Oh, my. Excuse me. Seven mm-hmm. o'clock, kids in the car. Yoga. Uh, so we, uh, we got the queen, the queen mattress. We didn't go for the, uh, don't, you don't raise your eyes at queen. <laughs> you don't. You said you got the queen mattress. I just thought that was the thing you were. Don't you dare. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Sorry. So, I just cause I'm gay. So, uh, got the queen mattress. Didn't go for the full cheap one. Went for the, the, you know, the one up. 
Yeah, good. They yeah. went for the one above the That's cheap. That's my rule. Never yeah. go the cheapest. Nah. Don't go the most expensive. And it's an Find air, somewhere in the middle. It's an air mattress. So they're going to go down in the night, Just but you air. don't want them to go down as much in the night. No. Uh, don't you make another going, <laughs> You don't want anything Stop going it. down in the night. Stop it. So here's the thing. I could get 40% off if I join the club. Could you? If I join the club <laughs> at the store, 40% off join this that, air mattress. Join the club then. Join the club. Here's what I've done though, Ollie. Got to the cash register. And I'm like, I don't want to join the club. Oh, why not? I don't because I don't want the text messages, the emails. I don't want them having their data. You know? <laughs> sure, you're who's, a private. You're a private guy, Ollie. Whose number do I know know off by heart? Oh yeah. Whose number do I know off by heart? Yeah, mine. You, <laughs> you. How dare you? Uh, Hang on, what was the store again? Have you named the store? I haven't named the so store. It's, a, it's an outdoor. It's a big outdoor store. It better not be raised he outdoors. Said, he said. What's your name? I said Ollie Morris. Oh, you punk. No, but here's what I've done. I could have said yes to the emails. I did say no to the emails. So they, they're not going to send you the emails. How but they do you? have your phone number. You Radio reckon, prank. You reckon you got me? Guess what? What? Whatever store that was, I'm now a member. <laughs> so suck on that. Yeah, but here's the thing. I got $10 off for joining. Oh, <laughs> I want to swear. Here's, want to swear, here's what I want to ask on one triple three five three. We have questions, and you drive this show. So give us a call if you've ever signed someone else up to something. Oh. What have you signed someone else up to? I my dad signed me up to a sailing course when I was younger. Original I was twelve prankster. <laughs> or was that you wanted that? No, I didn't want it. I came home, uh, had received a letter in the mail, and it said, Tom, thank you for signing up for the sailing course throughout, okay. the, throughout the winter school holidays. Oh, stitch up from your dad. Oh, oh thanks, Dad. One triple three five three. what have you signed someone else up to? Yeah, good one. Good You'll question. be receiving a whole bunch of discounts via text message as well. <laughs> Hope you All like right. camping. Yeah. One triple three five three. Get involved with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. Playing Rock's Greatest Hits. Our names are Tom and Ollie, and we have questions. In uh, 10 minutes' time, you'll find out the person who is charging upwards of $8,000 just to see them speak, and that's not their career. But right now, one triple three five three. Got a couple of pranksters on the phone. <laughs> oh, we had our first ever radio prank happen when I signed Ollie up for an outdoors stores uh, rewards program. Oh, I got yeah. 10 bucks off and 40% off my Queen Blight mattress. Indeed. Mm. You really got me good, didn't you, Tom? I did. What a stitch up. Um, looking forward to being a member of that store, though. What was the store again? Are we not <laughs> oh, naming, no, we're not naming we're the not store. We're not naming them. Because then they could look you up. But if it was Ray's Outdoors, I used to work there. Yes. So that'd be okay. I'd be okay with that. Ray's Outdoors. Come, come see, see what we've we got. got. Clothes and tents and... Boots, we've, we've got, got the lot. lot. Hey, Mike on 13353, you signed someone else up to something. Yeah, I had okay. a um, boss who was an absolute bastard. Oh, so, okay. So I decided to uh, find as many promotional uh, things I could sign him up for. <laughs> oh, so mean. Had to fill up his work email. Oh, I love it. You're like, you're like the worst, most pathetic uh, Bond villain ever. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I'm really going to show him over the course of many months, he'll be annoyed. Steve, you signed a mate up to something 20 years ago. Yeah, this was a while ago. I had a mate of mine who uh, signed me up for a uh, tour through the Northern Territory with 15 of my closest mates. And uh, the guy worked up this whole itinerary for us. Oh my God. And then after talking me through it for an hour, I just had to say, mate, look, that, that wasn't 
me. I think a mate of mine stitched me up. So I thought as a bit of payback, what I best do is sign him up for a uh, appendage enlargement. So they they sent out all this information, complete with Polaroid photos, (gasps) etc., how it was all going to go down. And uh, that is it. It's a great response, Steve. But that the first gift sounds like it was just a gift that he was organising for you. (laughs) You didn't like it. No, no, I didn't. No, just didn't like no. it. Yeah, yeah okay. all right. All right. Here's Ga- a holiday for you. Oh, I don't like it. Prank. Gary on one triple three five three. You had a common enemy with your ex girlfriend. So what? You signed them up to something? Yeah, she was an absolute little troll of a girl. She was about okay. twenty one or so, right. and um, she was nasty to everybody. But she had a really hairy top lip and really hairy arms, and oh. everyone noticed it. So what we did was we signed her up for every hair removal cream company, oh. every razor company. Every electrolysis company email that we could possibly get, and we flooded her email. Oh my god, it's borderline bullying. (laughs) That one was your girlfriend, there, Gary. So, I mean, you must have poor taste if she was that bad. Oh god, Amy, your dad signed you up for something and you used it for a few years in the end. Yeah, I did. Um, years ago, he gave me the flybys card and he was like, Here you go, use that. I signed you up for it, but little did I know that for probably about two or three years, I I was earning him points and me none. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no. I had the same with my Woolworths rewards. For some yeah. reason, my parents gave me the Woolworths rewards card, but I didn't realise that they they could also redeem the money off because you know how you spend a certain amount. It was a shared rewards card. It was a shared rewards card. So I'd go to the I'd go to the supermarket, being like, I've definitely spent enough to get like ten bucks off my shopping. Mm. Nah, they've used it. Same with me. My um, Citilink account was uh, was paid for by my girlfriend's grandparents. <laughs> it was so annoying. They paid for everything. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Tom and Ollie back for 2019. Yes, we are back. I'm sorry. We are back. <laughs> Triple M. Here's a question for you, Tom. Who are your top three basketballers of all time? Uh, Michael Jordan, Andrew Bogart, <laughs> and Andrew Bogart, and uh, Humphrey. Uh, Ron (laughs) Jacobs, who is a great Norwegian player. That is not true. Uh, That is not true. But Tom, one of the all-time greats is visiting Australia, Mm. and the amount of money people are paying to see this man is truly incredible. Mm. I'm talking about Kobe Bryant. I'm going to share with you up next what he's in town doing, but you'll be shocked at the amount of cash people are putting forward just to hear the man talk. Kobe. Kobe. These guys were in the country recently. Red Hot Chili Peppers. I think they still are, actually. By the way, Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Definitely not in the country. Kobe. Playing Rock's Greatest Hits, Takadaka. You're on Triple M, of course, with Tom and Ollie. Hey, what sparked 13,000 people to react on Facebook? What type of news sparked that? I'll tell you after eight. Tom, if you've never um, been a child and uh, been playing a bit of basketball, a bit of hoop, and uh, you've shot the ball, you've got a swish, and you've yelled out, Kobe. You haven't done that? No, you don't yell out, Kobe. You yell out, Kobe. (laughs) That's true. I was trying to make the point that, that you haven't done that. Maybe you have. Mate, I loved playing a bit of horse when I was a kid. Did ya? Love playing horse. That was your extent of basketball? 100%. Hey, that's okay. That's an introduction to basketball. Out near the bungalow, play some horse. Yep, yep. Good on ya. One of the shots was really hard from the grass. It was quite long. Are you a big fan of the man that is Kobe Bryant? Kobe. Because he is in Australia. I know that his middle name, Bean. (laughs) (laughs) All you know is what producer Tom just told you during the song about Kobe. His middle name, Bean, is after his father's nickname, Jelly Bean. Brilliant. Um, do you know what team, what team he played for? What team? Yeah. 
I'll skip past your answer. The LA Lakers, Tom. Anyway, LA the Lakers. point is, the man's in the country. He's in Australia. He's, he's doing a uh, what I would call an evening with, which I think is a great mm. concept. I've seen advertised before things like an evening with Billy Crystal. Oh, uh, yeah. Which would be fun. You know, Billy tells anecdotes of movies he's done. I'm guessing Kobe Bryant tells anecdotes of how good it was to be in the Lakers. Hugh Jackman's about to do an evening with Hugh Jackman, an evening his with stadium, stadium show. If you're not sure who I'm talking about, uh, he calls himself the Black Mamba. He's retired. He wasn't a Lakers player. He won like two Olympic gold medals. He's won several what they call premierships. I forget the, what the, the title. But this is him here. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Go on, Tom. You know, when you're in, a, in this culture, in our society, you can do some phenomenal things individually, um, but they'll never reach their full potential unless you do them collectively. And you have to figure out how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mate. You play horse, so that's why you're yeah, bored. he plays basketball. It doesn't mean he needs to speak. Well, that's the thing, Tom. People are paying up to $8,000. The what? A VIP ticket... Is $8,000 to go and see Kobe Bryant, have a chat with Hamish McLaughlin, who's, you know, one of Australia's uh, preeminent sports talker. (laughs) He uh, he beat Bruce McAvaney and a few other journalists. People, yeah, sports journalists. Um, But uh, so that's the thing. Tomorrow night, he's only in Melbourne, um, but he is selling tickets for crazy amounts of money. Kobe? And it just got me thinking, look, for me personally, I'm not a big basketball fan, but I wouldn't pay $8,000 for a meet and greet, or not, not even a meet and greet, but a, an evening with yeah. for anyone. I don't think, even Harvard, even go down to $4,000. $4,000? There's no one I would pay $4,000 for an evening with, I don't think. I can't how, about, how about like Brad Pitt? Uh, it's interesting. <laughs> I, the answer is oh, no. The answer is no. Well, $4,000 is just so much money. But it got me thinking, maybe people are willing to throw cash if it's the right person. Like, who's the right person for you? Is there yeah. anyone that you would pay four thousand yeah. dollars to have an evening with? I'd pay, I'd pay four grand for one of the Hemsworths to have an evening with the Hemsworths. <laughs> what one of? What if it's Luke, oh, the third one? Oh, not Luke. <laughs> not Luke. Liam or Chris. Liam or Chris. Oh. Big fan of uh, Liam in The Dressmaker, are you? God, that's a good movie. <laughs> yeah, Kate Winslet in that dress. Oh, it's a very funny movie, oh, Aussie movie. So good. But I just think four thousand dollars, even as a as a as a hypothetical figure, yeah. I don't know if I'd pay it. So look, I thought one triple three five three. Okay. What What do you reckon? If you, if there's is there someone that you would honestly hand over four thousand dollars of hard earned cash yeah. to have an evening with, and that's not a private evening. You're sitting in a hall. You're sitting in a, you know, large oh, theater. Okay. Yeah. You, well, it's yeah. not one on one. Okay. What were All you right. thinking? I I was thinking. <laughs> You know, an evening. <laughs> you know. No, no. Pretty woman stunt. Don't be mistaken. You're not getting Chris Hemsworth all to yourself. Oh, what? You're I'm share- not paying four grand for that shit. Then. You're sharing him with uh, thousands of screaming women. Or in Kobe's, well... Kobe's case, thousands of teenage basketball fans. Kobe! So, one triple three five three. tell me, is there anyone you'd pay $4,000 for an evening with? Sons of Swing Die Straits, Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions after eight o'clock. Ollie's gonna give us a story that apparently I'm I'm very I'm looking forward to it. You've been talking about it all bloody afternoon. Now you will be genuinely uh, you'll have a belly laugh when mm. I tell you the dumb thing that I did, Tom. Mm. Now uh, we are talking about the the man, the myth, the legend, Kobe. Kobe. Kobe Bryant. He's uh, in Australia presenting the Mamba Mentality Experience. Kobe. Where apparently he just tells everyone how he does all those Kobe shots. Kobe. How to do a swish uh, and how to do it so many times that you win. Uh, four or five uh, titles uh, plus Olympic gold medals, Mate. and um, good on him. He's being he's being treated like a king in uh, in Australia. The red carpet's being rolled out. 
Mm. Um, but people are paying a lot of money to see him talk. And I get the idea of going to see Kobe play basketball. I mean, that's profoundly oh, yeah. impressive. He's a great basketball yeah. player. But it, can you be guaranteed if you pay for an evening with someone yeah. that it'll be good, Tom? That's my question. Well, this, this, this is in Melbourne. It's sold out, Ollie. So it, it, people love it. You know? Well, they're paying $4,000 or so. I'm, oh. I'm asking you on 13353, is there anyone you'd pay $4,000 for an evening with? Mm. Now, Tom, you thought you were getting some kind of sexual trade-off <laughs> with uh, Liam Hemsworth. Well, you said an evening with. <laughs> no, I, inverted commas, an evening with doesn't refer to sexual acts. Yeah, okay. uh, it is more of a, a, a speaking tour, I guess. Oh, okay. um, but um, Thomas has given us a buzz. Uh, good evening, Thomas. Good evening. Now, who who is the person that you idolise so much as a twelve year old, Thomas, that you go, I would pay a lot of money to see him or her? Neymar Junior. Neymar Junior, and he is of course a soccer player for who? PSG. PSG. And if okay, and what is that? Do you want to explain oh. that in a bit more detail, or Paris Saint Germain? Yeah. Brilliant. So you're obviously a huge fan, Thomas. Now, How much would you pay, Thomas, to, to see him? Ah. Uh, Whatever I've got. Well, what do you got? How much money you got? Uh, I'm not sure. All your savings though, wouldn't you? Yeah. But you are aware, Thomas, that Neymar Jr. doesn't speak any English. So if you went and saw him speaking, you'd, mm. only, you'd be hearing a man speak in Portuguese. Does that change it for you? No. No, nah, still Brilliant. good. It's Spend still good. the cash. Spend what? it, Thomas. Watch that soccer player spill Portuguese out of his mouth. Get it done. Megan on one triple three five three. Who do you want to see? I want to see Barbara Streisand. Oh. oh, Megan, long-time fan, are you? Oh, yeah, forever. Have you seen her it's... before? No, no, I missed out the last time she was here. How much cash are you spending? Oh, I'd, I'd go up to 10 grand to see oh. her. <laughs> and, and, and for Barbara, an evening with, does that involve, do you want to see her singing or talking or both? Um, Both. Yeah. Both, I'd probably see both, yeah, for 10 grand. Right. But yeah. but for 10 grand, I'd prefer it's just a private <laughs> viewing. You want a Tom-style yeah, we'll, Tom we'll evening make, with, we'll, don't you? We'll make it happen. Uh, Dior on one triple three five three. Who do you want to see? Who Who is Tommy Carroll. Tommy Carroll. Oh. Who, who, who's that? Mate, oh, you don't know Tommy Carroll? Are you Carroll? fucking with me? Seriously, you don't oh, know? Oh, what a shame. Here we go. Oh, what oh. a shame. Was it... Uh, Tom and Ollie will be back in a moment. Oh, what a shame. It's a shame that uh, Dior swore then. I mean, I guess yeah. every sur- uh, surfing I think fan, we caught it. Every surfing fan's a bit rough, I guess, aren't they, I Tom? I caught it, yeah. Tommy Carroll, I was actually named after Tom Carroll, which is the person that uh, Dior wanted to see, who wanted to spend money with. And I just have to get back into the lay so we can surfer, take, is he, take more calls. Yeah, he's a surfer. Uh, yeah, I was named after that surfer, so it's pretty cool. Um, now, Katie on 13353. Just just, we just have to take two seconds before we go to Katie, Ollie, just to let the delay uh-huh. fill back up, okay. and we can go to Katie now on 13353. We're asking if there's anyone you'd pay $4,000 for an evening with. Now, don't swear, Katie, like Dion did. Um, got it. Now, yep. who, who would you want to see? I really want to see, like, the guy from one of my most favourite movies ever, The Hangover, Bradley Cooper. Does he actually really like Lady Gaga? Because this is insane. Everything that's gone on has been completely insane. So A Star yeah, is Born is an amazing yeah. movie. Katie, are you saying that... Tell uh, me something oh. oh, yeah. I don't know. Are you not a Gaga fan? Oh, I don't know. It's just so contrived okay. and insane. All right, that's enough chat. Okay. <laughs> what? An Ollie on Triple M. One, two, three, four. 
It's time for Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Stunning Tuesday night on the radio. Taking you right through to 10, we have questions. Sure is, Tom. Now, you might not find this that interesting, but over the weekend, Sunday night, I watched yeah. Scarface, the movie. Sat down huh? and watched two hours and 50 minutes of Scarface. Oh. Two hours of quality Al Pacino. Man, what a movie and what a badass character. Say hello, my little friend. He's so good. I was just blown away by Al Pacino. Yeah. But it got me thinking, who is the most badass movie character of all? I, I say it's Scarface himself. Oh, no, no, no. It's Don, got, Tony I've Montana. One. I've got one. Actually, you, i got two that I reckon beat well, Scarface. Well, hold your answer, Tom, right. because no one cares. Oh. No, hold it to late 30 is what I was okay. going to say. I can do that. Ollie, uh, what, what has the Daily Mail Australia posted online about Married at First Sight that has made 18,000 people... Take to their keyboards as keyboard warriors to comment on this story. What? What the hell is on Daily Mail Australia to get 18,000 people rolled up? Married at First Sight never gets such interruptions. Oh, you'd think. Well, up next, I'll tell you. Actually, you know what? I'll read you some of the comments on this post. Sounds like TV Tommy. It is, mate. I'm filling you in up next with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Song to get you up and about wrapped around your finger. The police. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Uh, in about half an hour's time, I want to find out the definitive badass movie character. Mm. Um, but right now, look, it's hard to catch TV if you're out and about at night. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I've got your back. Good evening and welcome to television. Missed what was on the box? Touchdown! Game on, Lulz. Catch up with TV Tommy. You're not wrong, Tommy. It may be a first world problem missing out on TV because you're out and about, but it's still a problem, isn't it? Certainly is. It's still an issue. And luckily we have guys like you to catch us up on what's happening in the world of TV. Of course, at the moment, married at first sight. Oh, it's so big. It's dominating the airwaves uh, and not for great reasons. I mean, my partner, Sarah, who has loved the show in the past, in this season has reached a bit of a point of, oh my God, I can't keep watching this. She's done. She still is watching it. <laughs> but she says things like that. I think that's most of Australia yep. in this sense. Uh, but a, a story's come out today from the Daily Mail Australia. 18,000 people have commented on this story, Ollie. What, yes. What's it about? Well, the crux of it is, Tom, uh, Married at First Sight stars exposed. Eight cast members revealed to be actors. <laughs> Apparently one of the guys... Uh, d- hang on. Duh. Oh, what do you mean? They're, they're real people. It's a reality TV show, Tom. Whoa. Dino, though, was caught boasting about embracing his character, which isn't a good line to, to be to be heard saying in a reality yeah, you show. you don't want that. Uh, but there's also Tamara, uh, Billy. But are you really that shocked? Because, I mean, aren't actors... Sorry, but Billy was in a McDonald's commercial. But, uh, but that's the type He's of... He's billed pe- as a barista. That's the type of people, though, that are going for the TV show. Well, you... If you s- want to get a, a, a job in... In, in radio, in TV, you have to get on TV by auditioning for a reality TV How show. How cynical are you? Are, these people are coming on the show for mm. love, Tom, yeah. to get married to yeah. a stranger and to fall in love for Ollie, to quote a Simpsons character, they're stealing our jobs. <laughs> but our jobs. Our jobs. They're stealing radio jobs. Anyway, That's true. look, I, I've taken to the Facebook page. And man, Australia is angry at this. For, for example, oh, TV Tommy, all new voices, take it away. Troy Sale says the goats on Mick's farm on last night's episode were better actors than all these muppets combined. <laughs> and then Colsey Paul, who's having a bit of fun, a bit of argy bargy with Troy Sales, goes, "They were that good that farmer Mick called them all sheep." Hard to understand that accent, but doesn't yeah. matter. He was a uh, difficult to understand. Yeah. 
Jake Parker, I think, is having a bit of fun, isn't he? This is disgusting. A disgrace to the sacred institutions of reality television. I'm going to write a strongly worded letter to Channel 9 regarding my feelings on this matter. Good. Get some likes. Yeah, 60. Good. Fiona has taken Trump's words out and says, Let's start a petition make reality TV a reality again. What a petition to get behind. Byron Khan doesn't like it. He says, In other news, the sky is blue. He's not falling for it. He doesn't have a good voice either. I don't <laughs> like his voice. Very constipated. Pretty crap. Emily. Dross get, get some more girls in the show, man. Like, why bother with it anymore? Nearly 10 so far are paid models, actresses, actors, models. It's all to get their airtime and have their name out there. What does Emily know that we don't know? She's saying 10 are actors. I thought just eight. While Michael then comments on that thing, says, Damn, you woke. <laughs> Which is a young a young person's word. What does woke mean? It means like you've woken up, like you get it. You're aware. Yeah. Cool. Woke. And then Tina Marie. Tina Marie, I, re- I think, really drives it home and says, Um, so actors don't want to settle down and get married? <laughs> You're all up to date, thanks to TV Tommy. Therefore highlighting the intersectional <laughs> difficulty of uh, having a go at reality stars. Uh, there you go. You're all up to date. They also have rights, Tom. They want to get married, and they're actors, and he's a barista. You can't have a go at him. <laughs> Up next, a story I've been waiting for all afternoon. I can't wait for it, Ollie. It's oh, Triple M's Tom uh, and Holly. Good. We have questions. <laughs> Piano man, Billy Joel, with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. And, man, we got a question for you tonight. We are going to definitively, <laughs> definitively <laughs> find out who is the most badass movie character. Definitely. Definitively. We're, de- we're definitely going to do that. Now, Tom, I did something really dumb. I, I, I think it's dumb anyway, and I, yeah. I, I want to see what you think about it. Okay. I'm not sure it's a, it's a story that's good for the radio, but okay. I'm going to tell it anyway. All right. Um, a friend of mine said to me, hey, you should get an app called Wicker. <laughs> oh, 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 no. Now, Wicker is an app. Oh. I mean, I don't know tech. Are you a, are you a politician? Are you a, are you a journalist? Is that what you're doing there oh, with well, Wicker? I, well, I am a journalist in some ways, Tom. Yeah, Look, right. Wicker, you're trying to keep your sources secure? Wicker is an app. As, as you would know, Tom, mm. you you can use the words better than me, but it, what, it keeps messages private? It uh, It's fundamentally private. Like, at its core, the people who built Wicker was like, were like, we don't want to read anyone's messages and we don't want their messages to be read by anyone else. So they're right. calling it the most secure messenger in the world. But, right. So let's... You know, whether that's true or not, who okay. knows? Well, let's just say I'm a, I'm a bit of a paranoid private kind of guy and I was like, you know what? Let's get Wicca. I want to... I'll get on there, make an account and message some people that I... You know, friends that have it as well, right. very privately. Right. Now... You can just set up a... By the way, you can set up a username. Yep. There's no, like, private information that's... Yep. Shared just usernames, and then messages will delete themselves off servers yep. within days or hours or minutes. And or obviously, the idea—the idea is no one will trace it back to who you are. It's gone. Right. It's, it's gone. gone forever. Well, um, my mate said, "Hey, jump on with." I don't know why you're on it. My mate, I'm, very, I'm very interested in why you're on it. Here's the dumb bit. Stupid. Here's the dumb bit. My mate said, uh, "Look me up. My name's Harry McClary on Wicker, right? It's not his real name. Good. I've changed it a little bit. Okay, good. Um, I'm like, okay, so I make an account. <laughs> dumb bit. The dumb bit is." I make my username. <laughs> I haven't finished yet, but you can see oh, where this is. Oh, you are a dimwit. I make my username Ollie Morris. What are you doing? And then I'm messaging him and he... <laughs> and Harry McClary goes, wow, Ollie Morris. Real, real, real private. Real private name. Tom and Ollie.
on Triple M. Tom and Dolly, it's like talk back that talks back. Never call again, Des. Never call again. Who put Des through? Triple M. Stereotypically, I'm the idiot of the radio show that we do, Ollie. But You're a bumbling I, fool. I cannot believe that on a private secure messaging app that you can be anonymous, you can do whatever. <laughs> it's called Wicker, where you can set up any username. You know, you'll be, you'll be completely anonymous. You put your name. <laughs> Ollie Morris. Why did you put your name? Well, it said username, and that's my usually my go-to. Oh, God. And, and then when I put in Ollie Morris, and it, it was like, yep, all clear. I was like, <laughs> I was like, why is no one else taking Ollie Morris? <laughs> I'm the first one. You are actually an but idiot. the whole point is privacy. So, yeah, look, it uh, oh, wasn't the best move. I love it so much. At this much. stage, it is still my username. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. Anyway, moving on. Um, yeah. Tom, I, I watched an amazing movie in the weekend. You might have heard of it. Uh, I won't reveal the name of it. But uh, it contained probably the most badass movie character mm. I've ever seen okay. in my lifetime. Mm. I'm going to put it to you, and we'll find out if he is indeed the most badass movie character. Up next with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. The Roth himself, David Lee Roth, here on Triple M with Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Playing Rock's Greatest Hits. After 9 o'clock, I need to detail a bizarre act that my boyfriend does before bed to you, Ollie. Uh, now, who do you reckon, if you, if you cast your mind back to the movies of all time, right, who is the most badass movie character? That is the question I posed to you. Who's the most badass? Badass. But wait, don't bother, because I've got the answer. Oh, really? Discovered it on Sunday night, sat down, and uh, you know when you go through your Netflix, your stand, whatever you got, mm. and you're uh, looking at the movies, and you see plenty of classics, but you go, three-hour movie, too long. So you, long. You know, you're just like, I can't do that. Like uh, Great Gatsby or um, what's the other one? The... Uh, rich, rich man that uh, DiCaprio's in. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, great! You know, amazing Good movie. Film. But you go, God, that's long. Haven't yeah. got the time. Yeah. Anyone Sunday? All, all eight Harry Potter films. Too long. Too long. Can't do it in a day. On Sunday, sat down at seven pm. Yeah. Me and my partner were like, got plenty of time. Let's watch a classic. Man, Scarface is cool. <laughs> now, if you don't know Scarface, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, what's wrong with you? Uh, yeah. um, but obviously, starring Al Pacino, Tom, yep. and uh, he plays a character called Tony Montana, yes. a Cuban. Um, refugee who rises to the top of yep. the uh, of the American drug scene, okay. and he's just the most badass guy oh, ever. Okay, he, he, from the very first scene, right? Yeah. I mean, Al Pacino, obviously known as a great actor, yeah. but I watched him in that first scene, and you just find him so intriguing to look at. Okay, he's doing the voice, he's doing Mate, this mouth. You, you, you can't do a film review of Scarface Mate, right now. Classic film from 1983. Yes, um, 8.3 <laughs> out of 10 on IMDb. <laughs> Not. Not that Shut much up. love on Metacritic at 65%. But here's, a, here's my first, you know, there's one quote that everyone knows, but yeah. I'll save that. Here's another quote that I do like from him. I call my lawyer. He's the best lawyer in Miami. He's such a good lawyer that by tomorrow morning, you're going to be working in Alaska. So dress warm. <laughs> so dress warm, eh? You know, you know what's don't, going on don't, here. Don't, please don't do the accent. Anyway, look. We'll be taken off it. He's not a character that... You, it's great because it makes you love him, the character. And yeah. you go, you know what? You're cool and badass. He's an anti-hero, is he? Well, he becomes... He does so much drugs and he loses the plot in such a bad way. Kills all his friends that it's like, yeah, you, you cooked it. Obviously don't endorse that. And neither uh, is the film in that sense. No. Well, it does. The film really says, look, this is what happens if you do drugs. This is what happens if your power goes to your head. Yeah. Ultimately, the climax Can is we, the scene here, yeah. Tom, where yeah. he pulls out... Uh, his massive weapon that he has in his office and does do a lot of damage to a lot of people. <laughs> Say hello to my little friend. Oh, oh, jeez. Oh, graphic. It literally kills about 60 people. Okay. Well, what? <laughs> Kids in the car. Well, 
Well, sometimes in movies, people die. Okay? <laughs> That's just the reality of it, Tom. So there's my answer. Yeah. Uh, that is who is the most badass movie yeah. character of all time, categorically. Okay. So don't bother calling up on 13353. No. No. Okay. But if you wanted to be argumentative, <laughs> I understand if you have your own opinion, happy yep. to hear it. Yep. But I'm pretty sure that Al Pacino's Tony Montana is the most badass character. Uh, I've got one for you. All right, here we go. Uh, if you're talking about badass movie characters, you can't go past Gandalf <laughs> out of Lord of the Rings. That is good. Let's get another one. <laughs> Marriott Brandybuck and Peregrine Took. I might have known. Brilliant. Okay, I love Gandalf and Lord of the Rings, but he's not badass, Tom. On Instagram, people saying things like Jason Bourne. That was Alistair's oh, suggestion. Okay. Lots of diehard mentions of John McClane. Brilliant. Um, but one triple three five three, give us a buzz. Who is, in your opinion, the most ultimate badass movie character? Kiss on Triple M playing Rock's Greatest Hits. Yeah, with Tom and Ollie, we have questions. Uh, the outrageous thing my partner does before bed after nine o'clock, and I. I want to know if anybody else does it too. Well, Tom, we're tackling the big stuff right now. And uh, speaking of classic movies, Scarface, Tom. Uh, 1983, Scarface comes out, opportunity as a star. And what you find yourself uh, looking at in that movie is the biggest badass of all time. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> Why don't you just play huh? the audio rather than doing it yourself? No, but it's fun of me yeah, doing it. Yeah. You're afraid of guns. Oh. Say hello, my little friend, he says. Now, Say hello, my little friend. <laughs> now he's, uh, I've asked, uh, what is the most badass movie character? Lots yep. of answers coming in on the socials at Instagram at Tom and Ollie. Um, but also, Tom, uh, far more coming through on, on the phones. But mm. just one from Caitlin. Tank Girl, if anyone's seen that one, she says. Uh, Shooter McGavin is a joke answer from Grant. Uh, and then one more from Scott. He says Rambo has to be the most badass. Ooh, Jeremy on one triple three five three. Who's the most badass movie character? Um, I reckon Thanos. Ooh, Thanos from the Thanos. Marvel series. I know what it's like to lose. Okay. Feel so desperately that you're right. You don't know Thanos? His chin looks like a um. Wow. A giant chin? No, like a pair of Jats crackers. Oh right. Doesn't it? Doesn't it, Jeremy? Yes, yeah. Are you, are you looking forward to the next one? End game? Yeah, it should be good. Um, it's funny, the audience in the cinema... All right. <laughs> okay, I don't, I don't think old ballsy chin is as badass as uh, Tony Montana from oh, Scarface. He's Tom. a badass character, though. Chris, who's the most badass? Uh, Emma Furman from Kill Bill. Brilliant. Oh, she's good. I love it. She's she good. She's Sexy. the embodiment Sexy. of girl oh, power. Yeah. Yep. Speaking on. of Black Mamba before... Black Mamba, yeah, yeah, the the, uh, the snake and Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Uh, Shar- uh, I wouldn't say Jess's answer. Almost said your answer for you, Jess. Who do you think is the most <laughs> badass character? Uh, definitely Catherine Trammell, played by Sharon Stone in Basic Instinct. Oh, naughty. Oh, I don't know if I've seen Basic <laughs> Instinct. Oh, you'd want to see it, Ollie. There's a particular scene that I think you'd like. Oh, that's the famous Sharon mm. Stone, you know, sitting on the chair bit. Mm. Good on you. All right. Paul on 13353, who is the most badass movie character? King Leonidas by Jared Butler in 300. Oh. Ah, oh, this is Sparta. There it is. I don't have enough time to get any of the YouTube How, clips. How's that for you, Paul? Is it, did Tom do it justice for you? No. Do you want to do it yourself? Sorry. Paul, yeah, give, us, give us your best version. Oh, uh, this is... Oh. This is Sparta! Yes. Oh, that yeah. was good. 
I just thought of one. Um, obscure, but Apocalypse Now, Kurtz, the end guy, Apocalypse Now. You know how they go into the jungle with Charlie mm-hmm. Sheen? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't love it? All right. Pete on 13353, you're the most badass character. Yeah, it has to be Heath Ledger, the Joker. Oh, oh the Joker. It is bloody badass. He, and he's got that edge of scary, you know, kooky as well as badass. Oh, yeah. Uh, mullet. Hey, how you going, guys? Good, Good mullet. mullet. Man, I like to say uh, being a badass is all about persona. It's not running around shooting guns. It's been so tough, no okay. one wants to take you on. Okay. Oh. And I think one of the one of the, the, the greatest is actual Clint Eastwood. Oh, oh yeah. As an actor. Dirty Harry. Where you go back to the, the, the spaghetti westerns. Oh, yeah. He's that tough. Just yeah. a squint of his eyes and everyone just ran. It, it, it's very but true. He looks so tough. Yeah. Mm. Hasn't got to shoot the gun. Just got to show it, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, exactly right. That's the power. Oh. Speaking of Clint Eastwood. Oh, it's a bad reference, isn't it? <laughs> it's a horrible <laughs> what reference. What band is this? This is Gorillaz. <laughs> yeah, no, neither have I, yeah. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. One, two, three, four... It's time for Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Oh, jeez, Ollie, I'm a man and I'm outraged. Have you heard the news? Uh, there uh, is a ridiculous change coming to flights. To flights? To flights. And I'm a man and I'm outraged. Oh, no. It's to do with our bloody... The, is it about the know, food it's service? It's to do you, shush, mate. You it's love to do the with food. the beautiful air hostesses. Oh, you bitch. Those bloody beautiful... Those beaut... Chicks? <laughs> Okay. Anyway, I'll tell you the the, ridic- the ridiculous news coming to flights. As so. a gay man, you don't normally get too up in arms about uh, you know <laughs> heterosexual news, but uh, look at you, fired up. Uh, yeah. As a gay man, uh, up next, I need to tell you about the ridiculous thing, another ridiculous thing, an insane thing that my partner has done before bed. Your boyfriend? Oh, you're gay. We get it. God. You haven't got to ram it down uh, our throats. Oh, oh my the, boyfriend. I love those comments. It's <laughs> like, well, how else am I going to be able to give context to the story if you don't know that I'm gay? You don't need to tell us you're gay every show. Well, I think I do if I'm talking. About... Anyway, yeah. up next, uh, Ollie, the insane thing that my boyfriend's doing before bed. All right. It'll, it'll shock you. Oh, is it naughty afternoon? Definitely not. I haven't done the sting. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Slash featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. Driving Rain, here on Triple M with Tom and Ollie playing Rock's Greatest Hits. There is an action, Ollie, that my boyfriend has done before bed that is positively shocking. And you know what? I've seen this action done before in other people, in parents, in old people usually. Oh, God. So I was going to say, play the uh, Naughty After Nine sound effect. The shocking act your boyfriend is doing mm. in bed. Is, is it a sexual, it's before bed. sexual content warning? Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, oh, not at not all. Sexual. No. Oh. Why would you think that? I just thought you were sexual <laughs> beings in a one-year anniversary love phase. I uh, get home last night after the show, uh, about to have a relaxing night in, maybe chuck something on the Netflix or uh, open up Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban on my Kindle. Been reading it for two months. Uh, no, no but my boyfriend is a bit um, energetic. Oh, we get it. What? You, you get it's... it. You've got a... <laughs> No, no. What do you mean he's energetic? Your boyfriend. He's energetic. Well, he's he a fit he American man. He is fit. Uh, he is American, and he's got way more energy than what I'd expect him to have at 11 p.m. at night. And this is the reason why. Bouncing around on the trampoline. <sighs> well, he's had a bloody coffee before bed. What? He's had a bloody coffee before bed. <laughs> he's had a bloody coffee before bed. Who's having a bloody coffee before bed? That seems. Was he? Going to do an all-nighter of some kind of job? 
No. He, he just he, he was like nine forty. He had the coffee apparently. Was, was he? Was, is he a teacher? Was he doing some marking in in bed? No, he wasn't doing any. No, he just he just had a was lazy he going night for a, in. A run. He wasn't going to run early. He was about to go to bed. He was about to go to bed. <laughs> and he had a coffee. What an imbecile. Oh well. No, it just seems ridiculous. It is stupid. What are the reasons that people are having coffee before bed? Because I don't know if you've ever been round to mum and dad's friend's house as a kid. But I I remember distinctly, they're always offered tea or coffee after the meal, after dinner. You know what that is? It's a meal wrap up. And I don't like that because often I go, I go with my girlfriend's family and there's like, you know, we're at a restaurant and, or, or someone's house and there's been lots of wine being drunk. And then someone comes around and goes, you want a tea or a coffee? It's like, oh, okay. We're getting a shootout. Oh, so you're calling the tea or coffee after the meal a wrap up. Oh, it is absolutely a wrap up. It is a, okay, party's over, sober the hell up and get out. Hey, are you one of these people that are accepting coffees before bed? I mean, there's really only one time that coffee is acceptable, Ollie. Coffee, coffee, coffee before we teachy, teachy. Of course, Mr. G, (laughs) the Chris Lilly character. as a teacher, I have to agree. As it teaches, smash the coffee and the tea. Yeah, but they're ritual. Are they doing it at night? Definitely not. No, they're going in between the recess. I really, really, really want to speak to someone that is having coffee before bed. Mm. Please, one triple three five three. If you've got a, a spare moment, please check the numbers one triple three five three in your phone if you're having a coffee before bed. A coffee nightcap. A coffee nightcap. Maybe there is someone doing this regularly. And I, I'm, I'm really interested. One triple three five three. Please jump on the phone if you're having coffee before bed. We're going tri- to find you help. No, just don't. <laughs> now, why are they going to call? For the help. Coffee before bed, one triple three five three. Tom and Ollie. We have questions on Triple M. It's Lonely Boy, the Black Keys on Triple M with Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Uh, the ridiculous change. The ridiculous change coming to flights and air hostesses in about uh, 10 minutes' time. You're I'm up in arms, Tom. You're up in arms. But up, you've no. actually asked a question uh, right now that is very simple. Do you have a coffee before bed? Coffee, coffee, coffee before we teach Sleepy, teach sleepy. Teach <laughs> very good. Now, lots of calls coming in. And I would love if a doctor could maybe call up on 13353 just to hear the answers we're about to get about people mm. seemingly having coffee before bed. I would love to know a medical opinion well, how as about, to whether how about, it's appropriate. Why don't we wait till the end, Ollie? Why don't we wait to the end for that? Maybe a sleep therapist or a doctor at the end. Well, they'll have to have time to call, Tom. So that's why you're asking. I was thinking the next break. One triple three five three. If you have coffee before bed, Andy on one triple three five three. Mate, you're having a coffee before bed, just like my boyfriend's done. Yeah, I take a coffee to bed most nights. You take it to bed, Andy. Yeah. This is a thing that you do to wake up. Why are you doing it in reverse, Andy? It's a good way to start and end the day. I only have two coffees, one when I get up and one when I go to bed. But doesn't it... But hang on. The sim- obvious question, doesn't the <laughs> caffeine keep you awake, Andy? I will often wake up the next morning with half a coffee next to the bed. Oh, my Do you ever God. wake up with it in your sheets because you've fallen asleep with it in your hand? That, that's happened. <laughs> <laughs> sort it out, mate. Sort it out. Oh, that's insane. Joe, you religiously have a latte before bed. Yeah, pretty much a latte with half a litre of milk, but still the teaspoon of coffee and, yep, have a, have the coffee before I go to bed and actually my partner does as well, so uh-huh. we're probably just as bad as each other. <laughs> Why are you doing it before bed? What What's the enjoyment factor for it, for before bed? Oh, I don't know. It's just, you know, you sit down, you have your coffee and then you go to bed. It's nothing in particular. It's just oh, it's probably a habit now more than anything, but yeah. And you don't find yourself lying awake feeling, you know, alert? 
Oh, no, not at all. No, no straight out. Like, could have put a bomb under me and I still wouldn't wake up. <laughs> Good. Passing out every night. Good on you, Joe. Anthony, you're having a coffee before bed most nights. Yeah, g'day, boys. Anthony. Yeah, my dad got me into the, into the ritual. I mean, he has about six coffees a day and I sort of caught on, but I'm not talking lattes. You're talking, you know, the mocha pot you put on the stove? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your um... Italian percolator. Yeah, we're yep. talking those before bed, like, just oh. like. But just no being... sugar or nothing. Like, I don't know, we have so much of it. It's like a little ritual and then we go to bed. Um, but yeah, like, sweet, fine. But if we have sugar or anything, like, I'd be up all night. Oh, yeah, no, you can't have the sugar oh, the in the sh- coffee. The sugar will keep you just buzzing, whereas oh. the caffeine doesn't do anything. A little stovetop shot before bed is insane. That's like an espresso, isn't it? Yeah, really? it's, it's almost like an espresso. Joanne? You're doing this as well, but with some Nescafe gold. That's correct. Mate. Joanne, why did you start doing it? I like the taste of coffee, and it's relaxing. Relaxing. Is it relaxing? Because isn't it a stimulant, Joanne? I don't find that. I can fall asleep after having a coffee. Is that is that because you've had so much of it that your body doesn't recognise it anymore? <laughs> Probably. Probably. Are you having coffees in the day, Joanne? Yes. How many? Probably about six. Six coffees. All, all Nescafe, or do you get some real espresso in there as no, well? No, all Nescafe. All Nescafe. Oh, Keep it cheap. If you're six a day, you would, you'd hate to pay four bucks each, wouldn't you? Arthur on one triple three five three forty seven. You're having a te- tablespoon and a half of Macona. I sure am. How many years have you been doing this for? Uh, about 15 to 20 now. 15 to 20 years, having some Macona before bed. Hey, but here's the thing, Arthur. When I have a coffee, I'm like straight to the bathroom for either a number one or number two, because oh, it's a diabetic. TMI. <laughs> Is, are, you, are you waking up in the middle of the night and needing to have a little wee as well? No, no, not at all. No. Arthur? Um, yeah. I just wake up at 5.30 to go to work oh, after yeah. it. Okay. Do you find that when you have coffee during the day that it perks you up? That it what, sorry? That it perks you up. I think for all these people, Tom, <laughs> coffee has lost the meaning that it has for a lot of people, which is a stimulant. It's just become water for them. Yeah, I think it has. Hey, one triple three five three. A great idea from you before, Ollie. A doctor or a sleep therapist or someone to explain. No, a nurse. A nurse would know. A nurse for sure. Can you explain what's going on with these people and how they can go into the night? With a coffee, when for someone like you or me, Ollie, I mean, we'd be up all night. If I have one at uh, at six p.m., I'll be awake for six hours. Oh, mate, you get me an espresso martini, and I'm up all night oh. dancing. You know no, what I mean? Can't stop you. Can't stop me. Even when you want to go to sleep, can't you're lying awake, panicking. Oh, I hate it. Anxiety. The heart palpitations. One triple three five three with triple M's. Tom and Ollie. The men at work down under. On triple M, playing rock's greatest hits is Tom and Ollie. For those boys that have questions, uh, very soon I need to fill you in on the ridiculous change coming to the air hostesses on flights. Man, I'm outraged, Ollie. I'm outraged. But um, we've we've currently found a certain section of the community that I'm calling the night coffee drinkers. A minority. They are a minority in their own right. Uh, well, maybe not. I mean, coffee minority. So many people giving us a call saying that that they have a coffee before bed. Coffee, coffee, coffee before we teach you, teach you. I mean, it's actually insane. It's very counterintuitive. It, I think it must be that thing, Tom, where you know how one thing is like crazy to someone, but then after years and years and years of life, yeah. suddenly that fades away and it's just your norm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's an obvious statement, but it's also like if you get to 50, there are things that people do at that age yeah. who they're not doing that when they're 25. Yeah, I hear. And with the coffee drinking as well, 
I mean, what is, what's going on there? What's going on there medically? That's why we wanted someone like a doctor, a nurse, a sleep mm. therapist, or one triple three five three. Kylie, you're a nurse. You're about to start night duty. Correct. Can you give us a bit of insight into maybe the healthiness of drinking coffee before bed? Oh, look, I've always been advised it's not healthy. No. And I'm probably sure it does nothing, has no benefit whatsoever. But I'm no. sure it comes from habit. Mm. And I'm sure a tolerance thing. Yeah. So, yeah, you think that uh, the effects of uh, coffee or or, a caf- or caffeine really do diminish after you just pound your body with it for years and years? Yeah. I have a coffee. Like, I'll finish work at 7.30 in the morning, and yeah. I'll have a coffee at 8 o'clock to make sure I'm awake to get the kids to school, but I'll have no problems coming home and going to sleep. Mm. Yeah, see, that's interesting, isn't it? It's, it's So it's just that it's just that people have weaned themselves well, yeah, onto it. So, Kylie, as a nurse, you would know. This. It sounds like is there a broader statement here about the fact that the, the way your body ages, uh, it takes on and deals with things like in different drugs and stimulants in a different way? I think it possibly could, yeah, definitely. I should be a doctor. Or no. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Tom and Ollie, the only show you can smell through your radio. I don't use soap. Triple M. What's the bloody world coming to do for men these days? Oh, here we go. Here we go. I mean, we've got a Me Too movement. Why don't we have a men's right movement? A a what? A men's right movement. (laughs) Why don't we have a men's rights movement, I'm saying, mate. You know, come on. I mean, first of all, you've got the bloody grid girls being gone from the Formula One. I mean, mean, that's bullshit. That's a year old news, the grid girls being banned. But I'm still thinking about it, mate. I'm still ruminating on it. You know, desexualizing sport. Did you hear that they don't even have the bloody girls at the darts anymore, Ollie? I Sorry, mean, Tom, these I, types of things are ridiculous. This I, is where the world's coming to. I and today, were, I thought you were a progressive young gay man who, you know, knew you knew mate, where it was appropriate mate, to mate, step in and where to step out. Mate, I'm here for men and men only. Okay. And that's what's, why what's upset you? I am absolutely outraged today in the news, Virgin Atlantic, okay. the backwards airline has created an absolute stir in the male community. Oh, no. Oh, mate, you're going to be so upset. Well, to calm you down, Tom. To hear what's gone down. Motley Crue here. Is this the new song of the dirt for yeah. the movie? Yes. That, yeah. That's cool. Hang on. <clears throat> yes, it's the new song from Motley Crue, The Dirt, Est 1981. Turn it up. Yeah. And then I'll let you know what's happened on the, the flights with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Pink Floyd, comfortably numb. On Triple M's, Tom and Ollie, we have questions. <clears throat> Mate, I'm bloody outraged. Oh, you talk about a hashtag Me Too movement. Where's the men's rights? <laughs> okay, Tom Bainbridge, calm down a minute here. Don't be throwing hashtag Me Too. I can see you're upset. It's strange because you you are a gay guy, um, but you seem to be getting a bit uh, up in arms, and I can see you've got your... T- <laughs> Your arms folded. You're getting very defensive. What's upset you? I don't know why he said I'm a gay male, mate. I'm a straight white heterosexual male. Cis male. I'm a straight white heterosexual male. <laughs> and I'm outraged, Dolly. There has been a ridiculous change to some of the dress codes, in inverted commas, <laughs> on the Virgin Atlantic flight. Now, let me lay it out for you, plain and simple. All right? Please. Virgin Atlantic, hear me roar. You have said that some of the women air hostesses, the female air hostesses, will now be provided with pants as some of their standard uniform. 
grow a pair, Virgin Atlantic. Oh, oh. Well, sorry, Virgin Atlantic, do they even fly in Australia? They fly overseas from Australia, mate. Okay, and so the, they've said that some women... I mean, I won't be flying with them anymore because <laughs> if, you, if you're asking a bloke, then a chick has to be wearing a skirt on a flight for that flight to take off from the <laughs> runway. But aren't they I just? Mean, aren't they I just mean, say, come on, it's twenty nineteen. Yeah, they're to, aren't they just saying, Tom? It's an option for the ladies to have pants now. Yeah, an option. Like, like everyone's supposed to have options these days. What's next? No high heels on the plane. <laughs> well, that's a bit of a leap. But I mean, everyone's got a uniform. It just seems fair that they would have a, a turn. They can choose. Everyone's got a yeah, exactly right. Everyone's got a bloody uniform. I mean, the men on the flight, the pilots, obviously. Oh, that's sexist. The pilots have to tuck in their bloody shirts. They've got a dress code, so why can't the bloody chicks be wearing bloody skirts? <laughs> Men's rights. <laughs> but so you want women to be wearing skirts all the time? Mate, they have to be. What they have to be. What? I mean, he, listen to this. This is this is what I'm talking about. There's a bloody. This is what I'm talking about. Is this PC gone mad, <laughs> oh, mate. It's PC gone mad. My my ass. <laughs> now, listen to this. One airline has been known to use bikini-clad staff to entertain male passengers on flights. Oh, that's horrible. I'm blowing shares in that one. <laughs> Political correctness. That's what you're doing, that's, Virgin that's Atlantic. That's just unnecessary and offensive, having women in oh, bikinis. You know what they're saying, Ollie? You know what they're saying? Bloody Virgin Atlantic. I know why you're called Virgin, because you're probably bloody virgin. <laughs> but they said, this is a small but symbolic step towards ridding sexism. Oh, yeah, wearing a skirt is sexist. Political correctness <laughs> gone mad. Here's, so, here's the good airlines. You... Let me read you the good airlines, okay. all right? Okay. Qantas. Ponytail length cannot exceed 30 centimetres. Correct, Qantas. You can't have a ponytail longer than 30 cents a metres. <laughs> British Airways. This is great because, the, you know, as, as well as the skirts happening, apparently they ha they don't have to wear makeup now, which is oh. ridiculous. Oh, God. Put the makeup on, you know? Okay, okay. British Airways. In part of their dress code, obvious blemishes wherever possible must be concealed. But sorry, but sorry, Tom. People on Twitter are getting angry. So John Bailey said, "Hang on, they were required to wear makeup in the first place. They, oh, were, they were made to." Yeah, chicks have to wear makeup, Ollie. <laughs> well, Tom, say. look, I think you need to calm down. What I have seen is there is a petition going around online saying, oh. "Sign this petition to make sure women must wear skirts." What are your thoughts on that? Well, I created the petition, didn't I? Tom <laughs> and Ollie on Triple M. Having a ripping on on Triple M with Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Uh, Tom, to, just to finish the show off, yeah. I mean, um, we, we are done. It is almost 10 o'clock. Time to get out of here. Um, how would you Thank feel? Thank God. How would you feel <laughs> about uh, hearing from Jason, the, uh, as you call him, the oh, show pest? No, please, no. You don't want to hear from Jason? No. Nah. Okay. I don't want to hear from well, Jason. Well, he loves to get involved in the show. He gets he, involved on Facebook. He, he, just gives a, me, he just calls me a flog he gives constantly. A, a he does call you a flog a lot. He gives us a message uh, online. Mm. But the other way to get in touch with the show is actually on 13353. Yep. If you're going to veto Jason, yeah. we have got a call from a guy called Morris. Okay. Great. No. What's he calling up for? I don't know. Uh, uh -huh. Morris, good evening. Yeah, good day, mate. Yeah, I just want to talk to Tom. I'll, I know it's uh, late. Yeah. And yeah. I've got to go. But uh, you no, go. Well, you're live you on know. the radio, Morris. What do you want to? What do you want to talk you call about? For? What'd you call for? No, I, I, I just wanted to talk about you. But fantastic, buddy, Shake. Oh, and thanks, all, Morris. Morris, thank you. All I wanted to say is, mate, 
the way you play the music, it's yeah. just unreal on Triple oh, M. And good, uh, we rock, don't we? Uh, um, yeah, you do, bloody rock. And uh, I'm sorry the bloke didn't win the million bucks. Yeah, oh, yeah, he didn't win the million bucks. Dude. That, <laughs> oh, that? No. Yeah, it was a hard challenge. Yeah, it was, mate. What have you been and, doing? Yeah, uh, uh, well, I live, I'm homeless. I'm yeah. living in a tent. Yeah. Awkward spot to That fade. was an awkward spot, <laughs> to to spot to fade down. But Morris, obviously, a big fan of the show, and yes. we love that he got involved. And, uh, and uh, have a great night. Brilliant. That was Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Catch up on the show by downloading the Triple M app. And if you like it, share it with your mates. For more Tom and Ollie, hit the boys up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Tom and Ollie.